there's a beautiful spirit of the Lord uh, in the house. And um, if you come here today expecting to receive something, I believe that can happen. Uh, if you come here today not exactly knowing what God would do for you, if you'll open your spirit to him and not to me, I promise you uh, he'll do that today. And um, I just believe that when we begin to worship and we begin to talk to God, that anything is possible, all right? And so uh, what we're going to do in just the next few moments is in a few moments, we're just going to raise our hands and we're going to tell the Lord, Lord, I'm going to open myself to you, not to me, not to man, but we're going to open ourselves to the Lord. And when you open yourself to the Lord, God then can begin to move through the pieces. God then can begin to move through your situation or whatever you need from him. And he's the only one that can abundantly satisfy. No man can heal you today. No man can give you a miracle today. Ain't nobody going to blow on you today with bad breath and you get your miracle. Huh? Like I say, ain't nobody going to rub you with no Jesus juice and you get your miracle. But if you'll talk to God, God can do anything. I'm telling you, God can do anything. I'm, I'm a firm believer. When I was talking to the Lord this morning, I said, Jesus, your reputation's on the line. I said, I'm just showing up. I just try to find out where Jesus is going to be moving. I try to hurry up and show up because I want to be a part of it. Don't you? Raise your hands right now. Let's ask the Lord right now. God, I'm asking you, Lord. I'm opening my spirit to you. I believe, God, that you can do all things well. God, this is an awesome congregation, an awesome church, and I'm believing, Lord, that you're going to touch, move. God, you're going to touch each and every person that is in this house. I believe, God, that you're going to do great and mighty things in this place here today. We're going to give you honor, we're going to give you praise, and we're going to give you glory in this house here this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. How many believes it's going to happen here today? How many believes it's going to happen in this house here today? How many knows that Jesus can do anything in this house here today? How many is ready for God to do a miracle in the house today? How many is ready for God to deliver us in this house here today? How many is ready for God to open up a floodgate of heaven that only, I'm telling you, that only God can do? I want you to get ready. You might as well dance in advance and say, I'm about to get a miracle. I'm about to get what I need from God. God is about to open a floodgate of heaven for my spirit. Well, the Holy Ghost is already in this place. You better get ready. God's about to touch somebody in here. My, 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 my. The Bible said, I'm going to give them one heart. He said, I'm going to put a new spirit within you. He said, I'm going to take the stony heart out of their flesh and I'm going to give them a heart of flesh. He said, it's going to come to pass that afterward that I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He said, your sons and daughters are going to prophesy. He said, old men are going to dream dreams and young men are going to see visions. He said, also upon the servants and the handmaid in those days will I pour out of my spirit and my favorite scripture in the whole Bible. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He said, all things are passed away, but behold, all things are become new. Now, I don't know about you in the house, but I'm glad I become a new creature. I'm glad that my past is not going to 
Oh, determine my future. I'm glad that when I came to the house of the Lord, that God said, I got something for you. So therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. He said, old things are passed away, but behold, all things are become new. Let me preach something that's familiar to me for sure. I'm going to preach a little bit about don't judge my future by my past. Now, they got a few folk know me in here, so it means something to some folk, but to me, it really means something. Don't judge my future by my past. If you've had a past and God's forgiven you, you ought to shout right now. (laughs) If there's been some situations went on in your life and God has taken care of you, you ought to give him praise right now. My, 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 my. If God's ever pulled you out of the book in the mire, you ought to be excited right now. Don't judge my future by my past. Give him a hand clap of praise and you can sit down as long as you don't stay there. Again, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, but behold, uh, all things are become new. The Bible said, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. What kind of power are you going to receive? Now, me being an evangelist and you get somebody getting behind you maybe sometime on a musical instrument and I would hear God say, what kind of power are you going to get? You know, and you're going to get power to do this and you're going to get power to do that. and You're going to get power to do this and you'll get a little run going. But the Bible says, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you to be a witness. I tell somebody all the time, if you ain't witnessing, uh, you must not have the power. But I won't get on that for a minute. But here we go. But the Bible said, but ye shall receive power to be a witness. And then after you become a witness then here's uh, what's gonna happen Uh, you can tell the devil he's a liar liar pants on fire when you get the holy ghost uh, you can tell the enemy uh, i don't care what the doctor says Uh, i don't care what the lawyer says Uh, i don't care what the banker says Uh, i don't care what the neighbors say when god begins to move uh, on my behalf uh, and the holy ghost gets to moving uh, something is gonna happen Uh, i'm telling somebody that lord uh, is alive and well. He's not a dead God. He's not a dried up God. He's not a plucked up God. But he is a God that is alive and well. What you gotta do is you gotta get it in your mind that I'm about to get a miracle. You gotta get it in your spirit that God is about to work something out on your behalf. I can't help it. I get excited about the word of God. I apologize sometime. But what we got to do is get it in our spirit that God wants to work on our behalf. He said, old things are passed away. He said, behold, all things are become new. I'm telling somebody in the building that yesterday is gone. That tomorrow is uncertain. All we can count on is what God is going to do right here and right now. I'm telling people in the house, you got to get rid of stinking thinking. You got to get an old checkup from the neck up and say there's problems in this world. But this world is not my home. I'm only passing through. I'm telling somebody, you better shake yourself. 
yourself and say, I'm about to be blessed by the hand of God. You need to shake yourself and say, I'm about to get what I need from God. You got to shake yourself and say, I've got to have God in my life. You say, is it going to happen today? Yep. Is God going to bless me today? Yep. Is God going to touch me today? No doubt about it. The Bible said, Peter said, I'm going to open my mouth. I'm going to tell you of a truth that I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. Can I tell you in the building? It don't matter what your last name is. It doesn't matter what your pedigree is. It don't matter how many letters you got in front or behind your name. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. It doesn't matter what your financial status is. God said, listen, I am no respecter of person. What you got to do is open your spirit and say, God, I got to have you and I got to have you now. I got to need you, Lord, and I need you now. You got to tell God, I'm not leaving here until I get what I want you got to believe that when you open your mouth and begin to ask God God will abundantly satisfy you say do you believe God can handle my situation yep you believe God can work it out for me yep you believe God can do whatever it is that I ask yep You say, boy, you put a lot of stock in him. You know why? Because when I was down and out, God saved me. When I was lost and undone, God worked on me. When I couldn't find my way, God took care of me. I'm telling somebody, you got to get it in your spirit that God can work it out. I got people tell me, well... I don't know if I can live it. It's all right. Look around. Most folks don't know if they can live it either. I was praying for a dude one time down at Brother Sartons. He just told me, he said, man, brother, brother preacher, brother pastor, he didn't know what to call me. If I'd have had my collar on, he'd have probably called me brother father. He said, I want that ghost. I want it to get on me. But I'm so scared if I catch it, I can't keep it. I said, it's all right, turn around. He turned around. We looked at about 150, 200 people out there. I said, see them folk right there? He said, yeah. I said, they can't keep it either. He said, for real? I said, for real? I said, there ain't no wings and halos out there. If so, they'd be helped up by horns. I said, ain't nobody perfect up there. He goes, so you think I can get it then, huh? I said, ain't no doubt about it. He raised his hand and said, hit me with it. That Holy Ghost is powerful. That Holy Ghost will change your life. God will work out on your behalf when he didn't even think he was going to work it out. I know we sing that song about even when you don't know it, it's working. And when you don't feel it, it's working and all that other working. I don't know about all that. That Bible said, for I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. I don't know about no miracle worker, but I know about a God healer. I know about a God savior. I know that when I call upon the name of the Lord, he will hear my cry. That's what I know. That Holy Ghost is a life changer. 
God is a life changer. I'll give you a little one. He says, seek the Lord while he may be found. He said, call upon him while he is near. Man, Jesus ain't a 12-step program. I done been through them. (laughs) Jesus is the life changer. Man, if you want him to do something for you, just try. You know what? I told somebody, I was preaching in Baton Rouge, and, uh, and uh, this old girl, she just didn't want to get the Holy Ghost. And you know, I can't give nobody the Holy Ghost. Well, if I could, I'd be like, pew, pew, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. You know, I'd be like, pew, pew. I'd be Holy Ghost in everybody, you know. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm trying to talk to her, and, uh, and she just ain't hearing it. Finally, the pastor said, man, you can't offend her. He said, just, I'm telling you, you can't offend her. You can't run her off. He goes, just, he said, I want her to get the Holy Ghost. I said, I can't give her the Holy Ghost. He goes, I know. He said, but you can convince her. I said, well, I don't even know if I can convince her. I said, she's so stubborn. And I said, sometimes the devil does wear a dress. And uh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'm sorry. Anyway, he said, just do something. So finally, I just went to her. I said, ma'am, do me a favor. She says, what? I said, just shut up. I'm glad the kids are in Sunday school. I said, just shut up and get the Holy Ghost. She goes, okay. I told man, if that was that easy, I'd have told you to shut up 20 minutes ago. And I said, when you get it, if you don't like it, just get rid of it. I said, you can get rid of it just as quick as you got it. She goes, got a deal. We got to praying. She got to get in the Holy Ghost. The pastor got on his knees right in front of her. He was going, oh, my God, she's talking in tongues. I'm like, yeah. She stood up and said, oh, my God, I was talking in tongues. I figured I might as well join in. I said, oh, my God, you were. So we're eating at Jason's Deli. The phone rings. It's her husband. He tells the pastor. He says, meet me at the church. The pastor says, come on, we're going back to the church. I said, for what? said, the woman that got the Holy Ghost that you told her to shut up. I said, yes. Yeah. said, her husband wants to meet us at the church. I said, no, where I come from, you know, we, if we get stupid. I said, we're going to have to put that Holy Ghost down. We might start swinging. We can pick it up. I've done told her, you can get it and get rid of it. I said, we have to get rid of it a little bit because I'm not getting whipped over the Holy Ghost. I said, I am a whipper, not a whippy. I can't help it. That Daryl come out in me on that one. I said, I'm telling you now, we're we going to fight. Yeah. And if I hit him, I'm going to hit him in Jesus' name. <laughs> we got there. When we got out the car, honest to God, this is just what he was doing. And I'm thinking, it's about to happen right here. We just got finished, people. I mean, I don't I got like, I'm, I'm thinking, it's about. And he said, I don't know what y'all done to my wife. I don't know what happened to him. And he's getting closer. And I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. He goes, but whatever you did, he goes, I better get me some of that. He said, because that's the nicest she's been since we got married. For you know it, we got to praying in the parking lot, and he received the gift of the Holy Ghost. They both got baptized in Jesus' name on that Wednesday. And I'm telling you right now, they're in the church right now. You say, what are you trying to tell me? You want a better attitude? You might ought to get the Holy Ghost. You want... You want God to work out on your behalf? You might need to talk in tongues a little bit. You want God to work something out for you? You might ought to try him out. 
It ain't about people getting the Holy Ghost today. It's about you leaving not miserable. You say, what do you mean? I've learned about God. If I'll let God work on my behalf, and if I'll let God fight my battles, he can do a way better job than I ever thought about doing. I know I joked about that fighting, but I've learned something. I've learned if I'll just keep my mouth shut, he can get me out of more stuff just like that than I could in a lifetime. See, that Bible says that you get power when you get the Holy Ghost. Do you know every Holy Ghost-filled person in here, you got power that the, that the enemy is absolutely, just absolutely scared of? Do you know the devil has no influence of his own? He uses us to get his work done. The devil has no influence of his own. He uses us to get his work done. So what we got to do is we got to understand that when God is in us, see, there's a lot of people God that's walking with, but I don't want God to walk with me. That's a bummer. I want God to walk in me because if he walks in me, whatever he's doing, that's what I'm doing. I mean, y'all all bought them things from home interior. Everybody back in the day had Jesus with them footprints in the sand. Then they quit selling that at home interior parties and they started selling them at uh, Amway. And then when Amway went out, they started selling the same picture through Melaleuca. <laughs> and, and them diet pills. <laughs> you can buy a diet pill and get a footprint of Jesus in the sand. <laughs> With or without fenugreen. Y'all remember. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Them footprints in the sand, what he was trying to tell you was, he said, listen, you know, blah, 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 blah. The bottom line, you can read the end of it. Here's what the deal is. He said, when you was going through it, he said, that wasn't you walking. He said, that's when I begin to carry you. See, that's why I want God to walk in me and not with me. And the only way you can get God to walk in you is to be full of his spirit. And when you're full of his spirit, then you know him in the resurrection of his power. And then that's when he can show you all the truth that he has. Because he is truth. Because Jesus Christ is truth. So if you want God to do something for him, he said, seek the Lord while he may be found. He said, call upon him while he is near. He said, for the son of man have came to seek and to save that which was lost. Now, I know with some people when you say the word lost, I'm talking about just lost in your thinking. I'm talking about just lost in the things of this world. What should be my next decision? What, what should I do next? What should the Lord see? The enemy doesn't want you to receive what God has for you. The enemy doesn't want you to get a miracle. The enemy doesn't want you to be healed. The, the enemy don't want creative miracles to happen. The enemy doesn't want people to go down in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. The enemy doesn't want you to receive the Holy Ghost because he realizes when that begins to operate in your life, that he then begins to lose his grip. And the enemy, just in case you don't know, he hates you and me. If you're in the building and say, well, I'm not having no problem with the enemy, this is going to sound rude, but I'm going to be right. It's because you lost and you don't know it. 
I knew I wasn't going to get nothing but one hand clapping two Baptist nods. You said, what do you mean by that? I'll tell you what I mean by that. Because here's why. The enemy does not mess with people that he already has. The enemy only messes with people that he don't have. So if you're going through it, you ought to be shouting right now. If you're having problems, you ought to be shouting right now. If there's all kinds of situations always happening, you ought to be clapping and shouting and thanking God because that means the devil don't have you yet. Am I right? Am I? He said, a thief, he comes to steal, he comes to kill, he comes to destroy, but God said, I'm coming that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. I'm almost done. So here's the deal. Don't let the devil lie to you and try to keep you from getting what you want from the Lord. That's why you got to tell the enemy, you're not going to judge my future by my past. You know, some people, pastor, don't talk to God because they're so worried what other people might say about you. Can I be honest? Now, I'm telling you, I didn't always do this right here. I, I'm telling you, there's not a person out there could say something worse than I had already said about myself. See, that's truth talking there. That's real talking there. Okay? All right? So the deal is I've learned, it don't, what's a barking dog to a moving freight train? I, I got in my mind that I don't care what nobody says. I'm going to do what God wants me to do. I, I don't care what somebody else does. I'm going to get what I want from God. I, I go to church thinking I don't care if nobody else gets nothing. I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to get what I came for. I'm going to get and receive what I came for. I might not be able to hang on to it, but I'm going to get it every time I come. And after a while, (laughs) but Kenzie, I'm so sorry about your dad. I said, boy, not me. (laughs) I said, he, I know where he's at. I said, he's in a much better place. I said, and that's a miracle. He said, boy, you're right. I said, oh, I know. I told somebody, my daddy had the Holy Ghost a thousand times before it ever stuck. (laughs) He's in a much better place today. I'm telling you, don't let your past keep you from your promised future. Don't, Don't let a bump in the road or a little mistake or a little situation keep you from getting what you truly want from God. Because listen, if you're perfect, please come see me after service so we can take a selfie with you and we can put it up on the media. We just saw Jesus at the village. Well, that'd be a little statement, huh? Jesus at the village. Or, you know, the village with Jesus. (laughs) He said, for God loved the world. Gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Can I tell us? I'm almost done. We're not here by mistake. We're not here by accident. See, I'm not a shepherd. I'm an evangelist. Shepherds do this. I'm telling off on the shepherd. Shepherds do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder where so-and-so is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder. Oh, that's right. They call. They, they call. I know where they at. I wonder where. That's, that's the shepherd. See, that's the heart of a shepherd. The evangelist walks in and goes, 
my goodness, everybody's here. I'm saying, if they're not here, apparently Jesus kept them out so I wouldn't have to fight that human spirit. That sounds rude, but it's funny. The shepherd goes, I wish so-and-so was here. Boy, they're sure missing it. The evangelist is saying, glad they're not here. I don't have to fight with that one. Everybody that's supposed to, now some people are going to take that wrong. They're going to say, my God, must miss it. If you weren't at church on Sunday, you're a devil. I didn't say that. But you keep missing, you will become a devil. And uh, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. Bump your neighbor, say, it's okay. It's all right. We're going to recoup. Listen, nobody, nobody is exempt from Jesus touching our lives. Here today, put your guard down. I'm just going to talk. Put your guard down. Don't, don't worry about that. Shake yourself. Say, okay, here it goes. You calm down. Take a deep breath if you have to. And say, all right, God, here we are. And let God touch us. You notice I didn't say you. I didn't just come to preach here today. I come to get something from God. I got things right now, Pastor, that I need God to work out for me. So I didn't just come to preach the gospel today. I come to a house where I knew Jesus would be. There's a lot of places and a lot of people preaching about the visitation. I'm not looking for the visitation, because visitating means he's not coming to stay. I'm looking for a place of habitation, meaning that when I got here, he was already here. When, when I walked in the door, he said, so in the house today, if you need something, why don't you get it? I'm going to get mine. And he's got enough to go around. If you want something today, let him do it. Now, you say, can it happen? Yeah. If you need peace, it's here. If you need joy, it's here. If you need a miracle, it's here. If you need a healing, if you need God to take care of a situation, I'm telling you, God can do it. You said, so will he do it for me? No doubt about it. You said, how do you know? Bible says God can't lie. That's right. Now, I know I'm going to take it out of context, but it's okay. He said, you have not because you ask not. He said, we're two or three, out of context, but we're two or three gathered together, touching and agreeing in my name. There I am. So if we, if we want something, then let's get it. If we need something, let's get it. I told somebody, I've never seen nobody stumble over a mountain. But I have seen people fall over a molehill. You got me? i never seen somebody stumble over a mountain. But I have seen people fall over a molehill. You say, why are you telling me that? Don't let the small thing in your life. Don't let the small thing in your spirit. 
Don't let the small thing in your processing make you stumble. Stop it before it becomes a mountain in your life. You say, but but it's so, it's so minute, I can probably handle it myself. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. That's kind of like the redneck statement, you know. Here, hold this and watch me. <laughs> Just don't do it. Just say, hey, God, hold me <laughs> and help me. <laughs> you, you got me? God will help us if we'll ask him. All right, so I'm done preaching. All right, I'm going to give instructions now. All right, you all clap. I'm done preaching. God, it's been a long time since y'all got out this early. <laughs> Boy, y'all don't want to laugh, but you do. <laughs> After a while, we'd be going down the road. And the, never mind. And uh, I ain't even going to say it. I ain't even going to say it. 